Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's edition of the Chapter by Chapter podcast for the Dragon Reborn. It's your cheese boys here. We got Will. We got Steve. Stevie from the block on the mic. He's looking fine today. Thank you. Thank you. I've spent some time on the rotisserie. Yeah. All right. Spinning around and cooking. Yeah, you look good. You look tan. Thanks. I'm just, I'm joking. You look terrible. But I've got my January tan going on, which is a reverse. <laughs> it's a, it's like a paleness type thing. It's different. We don't got any, we can call it a tan. We can call it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a tan. You know, January, I was thinking about this earlier today. Like this whole month, I, I have been indoors. January, February, I've been just indoors. I was going to say, guess what, buddy? It's February now. I know, I know. You confused me when you said January, so I just immediately thought, it's January. I was trying to throw you off. I've seen if you're on your toes. Yeah, well, now I'm on my heels. You're like a little ballerina. But I haven't been outside at all. You know what I've been doing? I've been just sitting inside and playing Stardew Valley, and I've been playing Stardew Valley a lot lately. You fucking nerd. And I've been crushing it. I've been... I've been making those uh, those sales for tomatoes. Tomatoes. What are you growing? Tell me about your virtual crops. You got eggplant. All right. All right. What's that? <laughs> I said you got eggplant. No eggplants right now. I got beans. Okay. No beans. What's those are like right fall here? things? I'm in. Summer. I don't know. I'm in. Summer. I don't know where you are. All right. You're in the summer. Well, I'm I'll tell summer. you one. I'll tell you one thing. I know corn year round, except in the winter. But you corn, you got to stockpile for the winter. You, always, you gotta be like a little squirrel. You gotta get your nut. Yeah, yeah. I get your nut. I think winter's the time when you go explore. That's when you start heading to the heading to the mines. You start like crawling those dungeons like crazy. I've been spending some time in there. It's kind of spooky in there, but uh, there's other work to do. I need to start investing in sprinklers, but they're not really worth my time just yet. Sprinklers just don't seem to cover enough space there's for me. There's a way, if I recall correctly, there was some sort of purple sprinkler. That I got. Yeah, the iridium, that. the iridium sprinkler. Yep. And it. Let me tell you. Well, I watered all my beans, all my <laughs> corns. That's the all ticket. My, all my corn beans. So much so that I was like, "Why am I playing this game anymore? Everything's automated." And then I everything. stopped. That's what I'm trying to get to. I want everything to just be on a conveyor belt and just like seep, just reap the award, the awards of just pure capitalism. And you know that you know the whole story of the of Stardew Valley is trying to hold back the corporation from taking over all the jobs in the town. Yeah, GameStop, I, I, <laughs> bring them down. <laughs> Let's take them down. That's what I'm trying to become. GameStop. Well, the corporate, yeah, the corporate office that the guy is working in in Stardew Valley at the beginning is GameStop. Right. Right. Unofficially. Yeah, but it's all just like it's all just an allegory, man. I know. Halo I was trying to be fun. Halo allegory. Halo. For GameStop. Think about Halo it. Halo is an allegory for GameStop. Think about it. It is a very similar experience, both of them. Chapter thirty five. Chapter thirty five. <laughs> What's this one the Falcon, the right, Falcon. right, right, right. No winter soldier this time. Captain I was trying America. to think of I was trying to think of more uh, Winter Soldier jokes. Cap- All you gotta say, you don't even need to. You just go like this: Captain America. That's a joke. That's a joke because of the Falcon, right? Oh, uh-huh. well, look, well, look. Oh, it's a Winter uh-huh. Soldier. Oh man, on your right, or I mean, on your left. Which one is on it? On your left. On your left, Will. It's me, the Falcon. 
<laughs> I don't remember there even being a falcon in this chapter. I'm just gonna say. No, just it's saying. um, at the, it's at, at the top. So there's a couple big things that happen with this chapter. One is we get a new we get a new follower in our in our quest party. We got yeah, a new player. Depends on how you look at it, really. I think yeah. it might just be a, a certain horse projecting, astral projecting okay. its mind to create uh, a being to speak and interact with humans. But I don't know. That's very possible. That could be happening. But I here's the thing when I was reading this chapter. I am convinced now. I mean, I could have, I should have clued into this a long time ago, probably with Eye of the World. But I am convinced now that Robert Jordan... Robert Jordan, not Jordan, mm-hmm. but Robert mm-hmm. Jordan. Jorts, Jordan. Oh, God, I wonder if we can make those memes. Robert Jordan. You just put just Robert like... Jordan in a picture of Jorts. <laughs> a bunch of Jorts. Wearing Jorts. <laughs> it's, yeah, it, we can do it. It'll be done. Endless content right there. But Robert Jordan, I, I'm convinced now he's fucking with us. Well. I think he doesn't care at all about the, the story that he's telling. I think he's just finding ways to, like, to make himself laugh. I think you're wrong. I think, think he's about, sitting no, there in his on. jorts and things are <laughs> breezy and flowing and he's feeling good and he's just mixing things up a little bit. Let me and state my case here. Let me state, state, it. Let me, state let me it. Show you my evidence. First of show all, me. we meet our first character that he has ever mentioned have a big nose. Zareen. It was it it was one or the other. It, it no, it was like not it was like almost too big, but it wasn't too. But it wasn't. But it it was enough to draw comparison and start pointing fingers at it and like draw attention to it. All right. Immediately, he makes you think of a horse by calling her Mandarb. That's her like chosen name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She may as well have been named <laughs> Horse. horse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's tough. But it's got to be the point. I, this is why I do think that this is an astral horse projection from Mandarb himself. Oh, he's because like... Because Mandarb mm. has fallen in love with Perrin. So he's created... Oh, Mar- that's kind of fun. So he's created... Mandarb's actually a woman, right? Trapped inside of a male horse. And <laughs> she is astral projecting, and she's fallen in love with Perrin. So she's astral projecting outside of her male horse body. To create a female body to tell Perrin, "Hey, baby, I like your style." Okay, that's not bad. That's a good. That's a cute. That's a good counter argument, and I'm gonna keep it locked in my head. But that's my first. That's my first thing. Is like when I clued in, I was like, "I think Robert Jordan's fucking with us." And then I started thinking back on all the other things. I started thinking about Tarvalon. And the shape of Tarvalon. We saw the map of Tarvalon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's shaped like a vagina. Shaped you like a vagina. This. And it's a it's a, it's it's controlled by women. I think he's just he's just he's fucking with us. I think he's just fucking with us. I think and it, also like the boys. Think, though? Do you genu- genuinely think that? I mean, that he's on, gotta be get he's on got book to be three of fourteen of his legendary series that he's already fucking with everyone. And phoning it in? I don't know. Well, I mean Pretty bold proclamations. I think if this was me, if I was Robert Jordan, three, three books, I think you're just like riding on the seat of your pants. That's why every book feels like it's the last book. Like you could have ended the series at the end of Great Hunt. First of all, you said pants. Gonna need, gonna need you to go back and change that to jorts. Jorts. Second of all, <laughs> yeah, riding on the seat on the edge of your jorts is fun. 
and that's what's keeping us moving in these first three books. But, but I, I think feel he's like throwing. I think he's throwing things in here to kind of like keep him like, haha. You know, he's just like I he's finding the little jokes. Think he's that this, the jokes. That I think that this <laughs> particular sort of group of chapters, a little bit before, a little bit after, are a spice melange. A delicious cocktail that I think is sort of elevating this book to the next level. I agree. I agree. This, the, whenever that's not what you just said. No, no, no. What I thought you said, what you're just saying, what I thought you just said was that these last group of chapters are probably the most entertaining that we've had so far in this book, and I well, agree with that. I feel no. I feel like they are they're 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 up in it. Things are the story. The overall grand story i feel like is things are happening and we're getting more interesting more interesting things happening than sort of the general hero story of get to the end of the book oh it's big evil battle but even even this whole mandarp thing is interesting it's true it's even even if you know we're we're joking around ha ha ha, her her name is a horse but even if it just comes (laughs) down to that Literally, it's like, oh, it's this one coincidence that she had a horse name. It's fun. And it's different. And we haven't had another character with a horse name. or It's, it's, just, it's just different. It's just... Things are moving. Things are moving forward. It, it's just... It really comes down to things are moving forward now. We spent, like, I don't know, maybe like 10 chapters where things were just in the White Tower. And we were doing, like, reindeer games. And that's... I felt like my energy during that time when we were going through those chapters, I just lost all hope. Like Robert Jordan's stories, at least for this series, I don't know if he's written other, other books other than wheel of time. Maybe this is his only, I mean, almost certainly he, he did. Uh, but these books work the best. And I said it maybe last episode or two episodes ago, these episodes work best when the characters are all on the move, when everything's moving. And once you start moving, everything starts to pick up. Yeah, I mean, they are fun on the move. I don't know if I agree with that entirely because, for me, all you got to do is put someone in with a horse name. You don't have to be moving anywhere. And, and you're in. I mean, also, another thing that will that will that that I'll take note of, that I'll really get my sniffer puckered up, is, oh. <laughs> is fantastic descriptions of tasty treats. And yes. in this episode, Perrin went past the kitchen. Oh, and he described, he smelled everything in that room. And I got to tell you, I, I took note. I, I got it. I yeah, got it right hit, hit me with it. Hit me with it. What, what do you a, smell? A spit roast, mm. right? With a haunch of lamb. Oh. A large piece of beef. Oh. Five chickens. <laughs> and a goose. <laughs> I, just, I just made a monkey sound for... Whatever. <laughs> I know. I was going to acknowledge it, and then I just decided silently that I'll just edit it out and pretend like it's not there. There's also uh, so a tasty. big old. There's also a big old pot of soup, and there is not a cook around. There was no one in there, and Perrin just kept. He just scurried on. He just scurried away. Yep. He should have got in. He should have got in. What, that's not what Matt would have done. Matt would have got in there. He would have started just, just picking at the trench coat and come walking out of there. <laughs> Just full of uh, lamb haunches. What's a haunch of lamb? It's like your. Uh, it's like the. It's like uh, the your. 
It's like your ass and leg. It's like a butt. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It's it's the, it's the good meat. You know, you always want the mm. butt and the leg. The haunch. The haunch. You know, that's some good stuff right there. Um, that whole scene is described. That whole like moment where he's passing, it's described to Perrin like through smells, just through aromas. So yeah, his it's, sniffer. It's it's smell of vision. It's smell of vision. He's just like going through like all the, the all the aromas in the room, and he's just like laying it on him. Ugh, and they mention so, again lots of so spicy good. aromas. Lots of Whatever spicy that aromas. really means. We should start a band called Spicy Aroma. I don't want to be in your fucking bands doing Avril Lavigne songs. I'll make my own band. Chef, we all dress like Chef Boyardee. Do Op Ivy. Chef Boyardee. Chef Op Ivy. <laughs> Chef Boyardee and the Spicy Aromas. That's not bad. Copyright. I'll take that. <laughs> I like Chef Op Ivy a little bit better. But that's uh, that's my idea. I'm copywriting that. That's mine. Uh, but there is another point in this chapter where when they get to the they get to the uh, barge where the ship is. What's the ship called again? The Snow Goose? Snow Goose. That's a great name. Man, that is, I'm pretty sure, a character from Star Fox. Yeah? I, uh, I never played it. <laughs> Watch clips on YouTube. <laughs> no, there's not an actual character named Star- Snow Goose. But Could have fooled me. Well, that's a joke. Sounds like there is. All right. All right. Well, the thing is, is like when he got to... The barge that where the snow goose was was tied up, he noticed other smells as well, and he was starting smell. He started to smell ropes and fish, and yep. something about Robert Jordan's writing in this particular chapter made me think that he was just like he was just smelling stuff all day, and he was just like, "What was <laughs> <laughs> <is> that?" <laughs> what Can I when he's that writing in? this particular chapter, he's Rope. just like sitting down at like at a dock on the edge of the sea. There's like, yeah. there's, there's like fishermen working around him, uh, loading crates of fish. Like there's a there's a big rope just being like moved in front of him. And he just closes his eyes. Parent, parent smelled rope, rope, and fish, light and and fish rope, spicy aroma rope, and was it personal pan pizza from Pizza Hut? Mm. <laughs> All the smells of Delicious. dock workers. Yeah. He could have, like, opened his eyes and described, like, what everybody's doing on the dock. But they're leaving at... I guess they're leaving at night because everybody is... Everybody's just realizing that the White Cloaks were attacked by the Aiel and just 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 wiped out mercilessly. And the Aiel oh, just, yeah. like, scurried off into the forest. Um, so, I think this might... There's pro- there's This might come back to them maybe not in this book maybe in a future book uh where they let an aiel go and kill all those white cloaks in the town and maybe the white cloaks take it out on the town or maybe the white cloaks Hmm. start diving in close they start closing in on perrin and his whole relationship with the white cloaks and all that sort of stuff well we do know that the stuff in the show that the white cloaks did is loosely based around i think this book right yeah generally a great hunt in this one so i don't know i i i on a side note on a note i was watching i put i watched it last night again i put the first one on i was like i'm gonna watch it all the time 
Okay. I'll tell you, it's not aging well for me already. Really? I haven't gone back. Um, I think I will before the next season starts, but uh, I feel like as time goes on, I feel like I'm more on your side, but I still am like just happy that the show exists and I'm happy that... I'm not... Don't put words in my mouth, yeah. William. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, though, it's not like you go mouth. back, better not be your dick. It's my dick. I'm just saying <laughs> when you go back and watch, you start to notice little things on on your fifth, sixth, seventh time through. You start That's to right. you start to notice different things, and just a lot of the the stuff in the writing. I'm like, I don't know, like even like in in the beginning in that beginning fight scene in the first episode. Spoilers, but first episode been out for months now. Emmons Field Trollic attack. Moraine, when it get, comes down to it, and she does her final super one power channel, she decides. I'm going to start pulling the bricks out of the inn, out of the wine spring inn, and hurling the bricks already of easy 50, 60, 70 feet into the Trolloc army that 50 of them at least are running at one woman. And she decides this is the best method of attack. And watching it again, I'm just sort of like, this is dumb. She's just using magic to pull these giant bricks out, and then one by one, they're just kind of standing there while the, another brick flies and knocks another guy out. None of them can jump to the side and and dodge a brick. And then, you know, when she <laughs> connects the last final stone and it knocks the last standing trollic down, we get a shot of them all toppled, and then a shot of Moraine standing there, exhausted, drained of the one power, and then behind her, the wine spring in, on cue, completely crumbles and falls to the ground. She has been ripping at the foundation of that thing for 10 minutes, hurling them <laughs> across the city. It's just like, this stuff's all fine. You know what I mean? But when I mean when you are watching it under a magnifying glass over and over, and you start to just see, be like, why did you choose? Like, why? Sure, it's cool, I guess. If you're sitting there writing, if you're they're sitting there in the writing room and they're like, you know, be fucking awesome, man. And she just like pulled the bricks out. And she just fucking, it's a brick house. And she just starts hurling bricks. And they're like, I guess I'm Survivor Rafe. And I say yes. I think uh, I think if they did play that song, Brick House, uh, that the whole series could have been saved. Like for everybody. They should have. The Amazon series should have just been done entirely as like a funk, like a funk series. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a... Yeah, set there, in the seventies, some... right? Way more afros. Oh, bell bottoms. Yeah, that's what I want to see. Yeah, well, hopefully, um, we get to it like a town that's got that got that funky, fresh vibe going on. <laughs> <laughs> but to to your point, though, not to say that you're wrong or to challenge you on it. Like those are completely valid. I'm not wrong. Uh, I know that. I know I'm not wrong. <laughs> Word. Uh, those are completely valid points and. Uh, I agree with them to a point, but I, I don't know if it's a writing problem or a direction problem. It could be more of a direction problem. Cause they it give can be your... both. It can be both. It could be both. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but at the same time, like when you're, I can forgive it because you get style points and style points. Those are cool points, man. I don't know. I guess they kind of are, but again, we're, I'm, I'm, I'm the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian points. works so well when it's almost like, almost entirely stylized 
like other shows like but then again this isn't the same property like you're not creating the same thing that's supposed to be like hyper stylized and if you're gonna go stylized you might as well just like take it to the nth degree and put it in the 70s make it funky fresh that's that's what i'm talking about okay yeah i you know what i feel like i'm with you um but we'll see how it goes uh anything else you want to talk about with this chapter well this isn't there still like a whole thing where with with mandarb well yeah there's this mandarb thing Mandarb, um, the woman she's what like her real name zareen she her name is zareen and she's Zareen. Like, She's like, I'm following you guys because, you know, I know that Lan is a warder. I know that Moraine is Aes Sedai. I can just smell it on them. They've got that well, they've she's, got Aes Sedai smell. She says that, but she also says she kind of saw into Roma. Moraine's hood a little bit. She peeked in them. She peeked at Moraine's hood. Yeah, saw in her, her eyes. Hood, in her hood. Yeah, her <laughs> eyes. And uh, Them's Aes figured that out. Eyes. She saw Perrin's eyes. She figured out he's a wolf boy, I think. You know what, her, what was her first hint? That her fucking hood was blue. Yeah, yeah, and you know what else was blue? Everything, everything else, <laughs> everything else. Her rings, her hair, yep. lips, eyes, fanny pack. Fanny, fanny pack. pack. I said I definitely carry fanny packs. Well, yep, in the year twenty twenty two, Grielles, man. You gotta stay trendy. You gotta stay stylish. They're back, aren't they? I I don't have my own fanny pack, but I guess I gotta I gotta. I, Honestly, I, I think own. they might have left already. They were back, but I think they might already be whoop out the door already. Fuck. Fuck. But Zarina, is that her name? Zarina? Zareen. Zareen, here's the thing. Is she's sort of just like, Oh man, I don't know how I got this horse name. And like, oh man, I don't know how I killed all these people. I'm like, what? Am I an Aes Sedai? I mean, and we're <laughs> what? Um I eel. And it's just sort of like I don't know just if I trust things. you. I don't know if I trust you, Mandarb the woman. I think that there is some shady business or afoot. Could be, but I don't. I don't know if the, those those alarms did not go off for me. I think she is legit. Like she's a hunter of a horn. Like she is looking for the horn. She doesn't know that the boys have already found the horn and have used the horn. Why is she looking for the for horn? The horn. She's a hunter of the horn, man. That's what they yeah, do. Yeah, most of the hunters of the horn want to do fucked up shit with it. Yeah, but she's just like, you know, she's looking for it. And she's they like, it's like in the mountains and all the heroes of legend to fucking join their D&D campaign. I mean, wouldn't you? Uh, I'd put them to work in the kitchen. Now we're talking. Yeah, personal mm. chef. Mmm, spicy aromas. And then I put one in the bathroom at all times. Bathroom attendant. They never thought about that, did you? I'd have mints. I'd have refreshments. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're onto something. I think we gotta go look for this horn. 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 Uh yeah, but there the whole thing that she's goes on about about the horn is that she believes that it's in the mountains of mist. But at the same time she's like, Perrin's on some sort of strange adventure, and if I if I know anything about strange adventures, they lead to something cool. So I'm going to follow these guys. <laughs> I was going to just have a taco night tonight. And old El Paso. I got a kit. But, and that's pretty good. But this is a lot better. So this is a lot better. Can I do this? I'll bring my taco kit. We can have, it can be old El Paso. And then all of a sudden, everyone's just wearing sombreros. 
and <laughs> old El Paso. It's an old El Paso commercial. The music plays. Wow. Then a mom comes out and she's just got a whole tray of tacos. Yeah, yeah. It's just a, it's just a fun taco party, man. This is taco night, kids. Portable taco kits. That's what we should take out of this chapter. Uh, I think that's everything, man. I think that's everything we, we, we should cover for this chapter. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. We will be back tomorrow with another chapter. Everyone, <clears throat> please give us a follow on Twitter at Chap by Chap and on Instagram at Chapter by Chapter Podcast. And let's all hop on our snow goose. And, oh. <laughs> and get out of hey. here. We will be back here tomorrow for chapter 36. Data of the night. This podcast is supported by Patreon. I want to give a huge shout out to our executive producer tier, Big Cheese Daddy. Thank you, thank you, thank you for supporting the show. If you would like to support the show, you can for as little as $1. Or for $3 a month, you can get access to a weekly podcast that Will and I do every weekend. Check it out. Head to patreon.com slash chapter by chapter.